Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mostly Rhetorical. I'm your host, a post-pandemic Zoom date. How you doing? How, what's happening? How are you? You look fantastic. Um, it's been a minute. It's been a good amount of time. Uh, we're not going to get into it that much. I'm as the most tanned I've ever been in my entire life. I'm just so tanned at this point. Um, I don't really know what to do with myself anymore. I just keep trying different colors that make me look more tanned. That's my goal right now is just to look more tanned than I already am. The outcome, I don't really care what it is. I'm just trying to look as tanned as humanly possible until like October. And then in October, it's just going to kind of, you know, I'll just revert right back to being the whitest guy you've ever seen. Um, I've been working at a wakeboard park this summer, which means, uh, I don't even know what that means. It means giving beer to people that are wakeboarding and people that are watching people wakeboard, just doling out beers. To people that are observing and participating in the sport of wakeboarding. I didn't realize people don't know what wakeboarding really is or, or what a wake park is. So for people that don't know, it's like a zip line that goes back and forth and just tows a person. It's like just having a boat on the water, towing a dude around wakeboarding, uh, but it's just back and forth. And then you pay like 20 something bucks and you just go fly around for 10, 20 minutes. And then get your beer and get a tan and go home. Um, but the beer thing is so expensive, man. I didn't realize... I mean, I, I do realize it because going to a bar and they're like, yeah, it's $8 for this little bit of beer. And I'm like, fantastic, I'll have three. And then I'm out of money. But being the person behind the desk asking someone for like $8 or no, what is it? It's like $7 for a small can. Feels, it feels, uh, it feels wrong to do so. But everyone says, yeah, like, everyone agrees to it immediately, obviously, because that's just how expensive shit is now that everyone's just like, yep, I have no more money, but that sounds great to me, dude. Lay it on me. But I've been doing that, man. I've been, uh, I've been really anxious lately, but handling it, handling it in a way that I've never have before. I get like really physically, physically anxious, like just the whole like weight on the chest kind of feeling and like the lack of um, feeling like you can't breathe kind of thing. I've had that for like a while, but I've been getting really used to it because I think it's been more, it's been happening more to me recently and I don't really know why I've been fucking cranking coffee dude and I'm loving it but like within three hours after I'm looking at the cup right now that has my coffee and it's getting cold but I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it but three hours after drinking the coffee my brain just like like tunnel vision I've never really understood what tunnel vision was but now I get it (laughs) like almost to it's almost overwhelming how much I understand tunnel vision because that's my, that's when I know I have to like, fi- I have to figure out when I'm anxious because most of the time I'm like, oh, I'm dying. I'm just dying and I'm dead. But I have to figure out when I'm anxious because when you feel like you're dying, you're like, okay, why am I anxious? And I kind of have to like observe my peripherals and be like, oh, okay, so I'm having like full tunnel vision. <laughs> 
And it's not like this gets cut off or anything. It's just like this little cove. It's just like I'm like hyper-focused on what's in front of me all the time. It's so weird, man. I'm really enjoying figuring it out. Not, not necessarily enjoying having it, but I'm enjoying figuring out when it's happening, why I do think it would be happening, and then just kind of accepting that. Because I can't do much about it, you know? It's happening, but it's just good to know that it is happening. So that's where I'm at, man. I've just been fucking serving beer and having anxiety. <laughs> In a good way for both. I've been fucking really loving the summer, man. It's been a really good time. Um, I did my first kickboxing lesson um, a week ago. And that was so insane. This place is like less than five minutes from, uh, from where I live downtown, Toronto. And the week prior, I was at a bar uh, buying $8 beer and saying, yeah, I'll have three more and then being broke. And one of the bartenders was saying that they do a kickboxing class and like yoga and all this stuff. And she's like, you get three free uh, lessons. And I was like, holy shit, I just gave you all my money for the beer. I'll be there. Give me the card. So I went and the bar that I, I received this free ticket at, uh, I know majority of the people that work there, they're all fantastic people. And, um, like three of the people that work there were at this kickboxing class. I was like, Oh, cool. This is, it's weird seeing someone from a bar that you frequent in like a different context, like, like you're buying fruit or something and they're also buying fruit and you're like, didn't know you bought fruit. Didn't know you, that you were just behind the bar all the time. Anyway. So there was three people there and I ended up uh, sparring or like partnering up with this, this one dude that I'm sort of familiar with. <laughs> it's a very weird feeling um, having to straddle a guy and pin him down and pretend to choke him and vice versa to a person you've met like on and off occasionally like month to month sometimes sometimes three months go by you end up at the bar and you see them but it just ended up like just fully again me and him just pinning each other and just fucking strangling and trying to get out of these grappling positions <laughs> it's just like yeah so how was your shift yesterday just fucking choking this guy out <laughs> yeah I'll probably see you later tonight <laughs> Just really regular. And we're having like, and as we're doing this, <laughs> we're having like regular conversation. Cause like, I don't really know. I don't really know how to like <laughs> talk in that kind of situation where you're, you're choking someone out that you sort of know and that you're probably going to see maybe later in the day, but you just don't know them that well. Oh, it was just so funny, man. Anyway. Uh, we're doing, we're doing this, uh, this like routine where you're like, you kind of take steps, um, to like grappling and getting out of these like holding positions and you take these little steps, each one, and you take a break and then do more and more and more until you're doing like the full strangle hold and you got them in the hold and the other person's trying to get out. And the first thing, it was like 60 seconds of doing this like rotation thing where you're like jumping over their knee kind of thing. And the other person's like knees up on the floor and you're just kind of like holding onto their knees, like doing this physical shit. 
And I work out like a lot. Like I, I really like doing cardio and physical activity. And I was like almost sure I was going to explode and die. Like I think it was my, it might have been a, a mix of anxiety happening at the right moment, but like the wrong moment. And just like a different thing I wasn't used to, but it was so fucked, man. Like, I can't, I can't tell you how much I was just going to explode. But other than that, uh, now I can just strangle all my friends. It's going to be sick, dude. And I'm, they can, we can finally all just straddle each other and get out of uh, strangling positions. It's going to be sick, dude. I'm really excited for the upcoming months for uh, combat. <laughs> between me and my friends um but what i was gonna say uh before that is i've been having issues with my shoulder right because i got hit by a fucking car uh like probably a month ago now maybe less than a month ago but i was riding my bike just doing my thing and this woman came and just slammed into the side of me and the way that i was riding the, the portion of the street we were at, like the driver has to stop. It's like a very, it, there's like two stop signs. There's traffic going wild in this one direction you can turn in. Like you can only turn right and this person had to turn right. And I was r- riding with the traffic in a bike lane. So I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like this person's going to stop. I see them coming, but I'm just going to keep riding because they got to stop, right? They're fucking, you got to stop. If you don't stop, you got to stop. And I just didn't I just didn't adjust or move or do anything because I just figured they would stop. And this person just slammed right into the side of me. So I fly off and land like directly on my shoulder. And I wasn't wearing a fucking helmet at the time, like a fucking ass. And uh thankfully, yeah, just landed only on my shoulder and kind of rolled over. And this person stops. My bike got all fucked up. It's been fixed. Fantastic. Um, but it was like a brand new bike, so it was like, ah, ah, Italian hand sign. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of just rolled off the ground, just picked my bike up, saw that it was busted, and just kind of did one like head in the air and was just like, fuck. Like a really, really minor one, a really minor fuck, because it, it was just, you know, so much pain. Uh, the adrenaline was like, here we go. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, it really made me, um, really made me look at, you know, how I was viewing things before very money, uh, focused and focused on things that just don't fucking matter and that was kind of like a nice little wake-up call because i was like oh i could have just like you know just slammed my head and died that was like a that could have just happened really fast and i could have just died so i'm real thankful for getting hit by a car um but now that i can strangle people and my shoulders back together dude the sky's the limit man the sky is the limit um Oh shit. Oh shit. So I went to um like I think 4 days after I got hit by a car, I went to uh I went to PEI, Prince Edward Island, which is just on the west coast or sorry, the east coast of Canada. It's a little island, just the cutest, littlest, cutest, littlest island uh for my cousin's wedding. 
he they set this wedding up at like a at like um everyone just has a house in PEI first of all just for some context everyone has a house like everyone's like 27 28 full house full car <laughs> not even half a car people are just owning the full car and the full house um but both my cousins live out there or yeah, they both live out there. And I see them occasionally. I don't think I've seen them since like pandemic. I also haven't flown since the pandemic. So that was a that was a bit of a trip. But the flight was like fucking an hour and a half or something. It was amazing. I didn't even I tried to I tried to write a song, do some little production on the computer. Couldn't. It was over. I was already there eating red potatoes. And um so yeah, my cousin, his friend has like this insane amount of property. So they set this whole venue up uh, outside. It was super beautiful. Like just these lights hanging around like, I think it took them like a whole day to hang these like really pretty lights all around the, the property. They set up these porta potties and shit. It was really, really fucking nice. And I didn't bring, I used a little vape thing, especially when I drank because I'd, I had smoked, like, since I've been, like, I don't know, 18 or 19. And drinking's, like, the trigger for me where I'm just, like, oh, I gotta, I don't know how to do this without, like, a vape kind of thing. Like, I'll just do anything at this point just to, like, satisfy this weird, like, um, this need to inhale something. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So my cousin uses a vape, but it's like, I use one of those like disposable ones. Like they're really minor, I guess, in comparison to like the ones that are like, like they charge up like a fucking, they're like a, it's like a rocket. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just like progressively getting drunker. We're like an hour in, we get there, it's like an hour in and <laughs> I'm like five beers in and I'm like, oh. Got to smoke something. Just got to smoke something. How, what are we doing? I got to smoke something. And I see my cousin has this fucking rocket launcher of a vape. And I hadn't smoked probably before the accident. So it was like two or three weeks into not smoking anything. And then being like kind of on an empty stomach and then slamming like five or six beers all at once and within an hour of getting to this wedding. And I was like, okay, if I take this hit of this vape I'm falling over for sure like there I'm just good whoop, I'm just gonna be falling over and uh <laughs> all of his friends like there's like five people passing this fucking vape around and I was like okay well I guess I guess we won't worry about COVID right now because we need to get this fix <laughs> fuck it all these PEI dudes definitely don't have COVID pass it to me and so I'm standing at the table and my cousin's girlfriend comes over <laughs> and I'm just hauling on this thing, holding onto the table for like dear life. And she's like, ask me how I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to go bend over and tie my shoe because I'm definitely going to fall over. So I'm going to pretend to tie my shoe uh, <laughs> to get away from completely toppling over. And she's like, oh, I'll catch you. It's all good. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. So take this last hit, still fucking gripping the table with all my might. 
give this little vape back to my cousin. And I just kind of let go. And like, sure enough, I'm just like a tree getting cut down. And she catches me and it was just like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely not used to this right now, dude. I'm not, I'm not in the zone to be smoking. Anyway, it was a good wedding. My cousin nailed it. <laughs> in terms of getting married and just setting up the whole wedding, the whole thing was like very DIY. But they crushed it, man. They did a really good, uh, really good fucking job. Also, um, have you guys seen fucking the new Stranger Things? Doesn't matter. The guy from Stranger Things who plays Steve, his name's Joe Keery. He has this band called DJO. I think it's just called Joe. The D is silent for, you know, reasons. It's so good, dude. This band is so good. And I'm always so pumped when there's someone that does one creative aspect like really well. Like he's dope in Stranger Things. He's such a great character. And then you find out that fucking he just has another project. He does music and also crushes it. I love that shit, man. That shit makes my day. Also, Maya Hawk, who plays. Oh, no, I'm not going to. Oh, Robin. She's got music, too. She's got music too out. It's super nice. It's very relaxing, very folky. Also, her mom is Uma Thurman and her dad is Ethan Hawke. And I've never seen someone look more like both of their parents at the exact same time. She looks, she's like identical to both of them. She's Uma Thurman's daughter. Um, I just watched... Was it the other day? I just watched Woodstock '99, uh, and holy shit, man! I just don't understand if if you haven't seen this or know what it is. Woodstock '99 was like, it's just a music festival, but they did it with like three hundred thousand people on like a hot tarmac over three days, somewhere in New York. I think it was called Rome, New York. And it just like, it just exploded. You've probably seen videos of it or something. I remember when I was younger, I used to binge Red Hot Chili Peppers videos, like live videos of them playing. And I remember seeing the one at, at Woodstock 99 where they had to like, they were trying to calm down 200,000 people. And uh, with like, you know, no success. Everyone was still just losing their minds. Anyway. Um, yeah, so all of this crazy shit happens like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it just escalates to the point where like shit is just on fire and it's like apocalyptic and like just so, so fucked up. But the thing is like, I just don't know. Like, what was the recent thing? Oh, the recent thing, the recent festival where people were straight up killed from uh, like an overpopulation of the venue was that Travis Scott thing. And they just stopped that. Like they just stopped doing that show. They just canceled it, I'm pretty sure. And the thing is, with this festival, it's like, I'm so, so surprised that no one was like, we should cancel this. Because the second day, um, I mean, not even, the, not even the artists. Like, the artists were getting everyone ramped up, and like, I think that's, that's completely fine. But, like, all of the water was, like, filled with E. coli, and there wasn't enough... Uh, porta potties for people, and they are also like weren't emptying the porta potties within like a day. And you'd think like 
they would be like, well, well, let's do one of two things. You know what I mean? Let's let's empty the porta potty, or uh, not give people some kind of disease from poop water and cancel the event. But it just kept escalating uh, to the point of like people. <laughs> Like ripping apart the sound booth, like the people that are providing the sound, <laughs> usually in the middle of a venue because they have like a, a direct view of the artist. They'll be in the back mixing and like, you know, tweaking things to make things go according to plan sound wise. And the fucking crowd is ripping this thing, <laughs> ripping this thing apart. And it's like, no, no, this is what's giving you the, the music. The artist is there, but these are the people providing you <laughs> with the amplification of the sound. And then it just keeps going to like, you know, people like being, oh, it's just so fucked up, man. Like it's just like things are on fire. But at no point, at no point was anyone like, we should stop doing this. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I just don't understand why they wouldn't be like, yeah, no, this doesn't seem very good. This doesn't seem very good. And then like the second act, I think the second act of the show was like Sheryl Crow, which would be like the fucking sickest shit to see. I feel like Sheryl Crow is like one of my favorite artists that I don't, that I should be listening to more. She's so good, man. Um, but she started playing and then like all these dudes are like just yelling shit at her, like profanities and stuff. And it's just like, fuck, <laughs> this isn't going to go very well for the rest of this show. Just having like these like ultimate fucking masculine dudes being dicks everywhere. Anyway, um, you should watch it. It's fucking, it's a really crazy experience, especially watching, because I've seen so many clips of that festival, but like without the context of it being a shit show, like just being like 15 and 16, watching videos of like Rage Against the Machine, or again, like Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've seen it so much, um, but never like, you know, knew the, grasped the, the severity of the situation. It's fucking unreal, man. It's such a crazy, uh, fucked up experience. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it for this one. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you coming back. I appreciate you saying, what's up, dude? Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Take it easy. It's mostly retarded.